Be sure to go to bit.ly slash funny community to join our funny community. Comment on episodes and who knows what else. That's bit.ly slash funny community. Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. Here we go. Bells in the Bat Free, John Bell's show, can be found at thebatfree.com on the Mutual Audio Network and finer podcast sites. Ah, here come Putin now! All hail President Putin entering Rome! Uh, President Putin, we're, um, honored to have you visit us here at our humble studio. Ah, as you should be. Do you need us to turn up the air conditioner or something? Uh, Why do you ask this question? Well, you're not wearing a shirt. I thought maybe you were ah, warm. Or... I am comfortable in this way. Max led this one. Oh, well, okay. Um, listen, uh, are you here to be interviewed? Ah, I am here to prove that Russian government totally transparent. You can ask me any questions you want. Wow, I, I have so many questions on behalf of the American people. I don't really know where to start. Uh, Not questions, plural. Huh? Questions, singular. You have one question. I only get one question? Is that your question? What? Pretty stupid question to waste one question on. No, no, that, that wasn't my question. My question is yet to come. Then hurry up. I am busy, man. All right, all right, all right. Then I'll get right to the base Basic question everybody wants to ask you. Uh, sir, President Putin, um, are you evil? Da. You are. Da, da, I'm rotting to the core. I thought everybody pretty much knew this. Well, that was easier than I thought it would be. Are we done here? Yes. Well, wait, no, no, I have one slight favor if you would do it for me. What is it? Here, if, um, if you could please just read this. Out loud. Read what you have written here. Yes. Out loud. If you would, please. This does not make sense. Don't worry about it. Just read it. All right. I will read it. <clears throat> Bad enough. We must get moose and squirrel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's wonderful. James Kennison over at NLCast.com. Here come the clowns. I further hope to further the cause of Christian Quality by my exemplary example of humility and humbleness and not thinking um, a lot about myself. Um, actually, that's a problem sometimes. I don't like myself very much, but um, hopefully I hope to change the image of Christian Crowning to the point that people are calling their local theatrical supply houses day and night to purchase their first makeup kit. And um, lastly, I, I further and further hope to be able to answer questions that my listeners um, have about their life. Um, that I might be able to help them with. And, you know, there's lots of things that a Christian clown can help a normal person with. Our worlds, though they are vastly different, I mean, they are way off, are actually quite similar, um, believe it or not. I mean, I know that seems weird that you would have anything in common with a, with a common Christian clown, but I view the world from a rather unique perspective, and I think it could actually help normal, boring people like yourself. And now, some Protectorate Production bloopers. 
This is Jadith Fates from Crazy County Courthouse. We are about to witness the trial of Bradley Arcosian, the villain, the villainous mastermind had a. This villainous mastermind has evaded authorities for decades, but now there, but now there seems to be. This villainous mastermind has evaded authorities for decades, for decades. This villainous mastermind has evaded authorities for decades, but now there seems. But now it seems he will not escape. But now it seems he will not escape justice. Ladies and gentlemen, this ladies and gentlemen, this decision is unprecedented. While I don't hold hope for justice, Bradley, while I don't hold hope for justice, Bradley Arcosian is once again facing trial. Here's something you may have heard before, but it's worth repeating. Caffeine, oh caffeine, I'm crying for you. You've done all the things that I've asked you to do. There's just one more thing I need for I'm through. Caffeine, oh caffeine, I'm crying for you. So you're going just like that? Of course I'm going, Jadith. My brother! He came over here all the way from Possum Trot, Arkansas to get me. We're going to do a show in Carthage, Arkansas. Well, how are you going to get there? Well, first we're going to take a helicopter to a boat. And we're going to take the boat to the train station. And we're going to take this train station to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why don't you just drive to wherever the train is and... Get there. Well, because then we wouldn't be late. The other brothers are always late. Hey, right. I heard something about somebody in this church. Oh, you did? You did? That's about. I got enough. They in trouble. Well, I really got enough. With the law. With the law? With the law. Okay. Colby, him's out squirrel hunting yesterday. He was. Is it squirrel hunting season? Yeah. It is. Well, then it wasn't yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, it wasn't deer season. It wasn't squirrel season. It wasn't deer season either. Squirrel made eye. That squirrel fell down out that tree. 
landed dead. Oh man. And he did it how? He stuck with him. I wish Kobe was here to hear that. <laughs> and the Rangers just his jaw dropped. He says, I'm so amazed I'm not going right to your team. But I do need to know, is there anybody else in your family who has this amazing ability? He says, yes, sir, my daddy does. <laughs> but I don't take him with me. He tears him up too bad. <laughs> I gotta get Mr. Swami. I'm pardon me, folks. I gotta get Mr. Swami. Oh, I hope he made it on time. Now, you know that means later night. You know, I, to be honest with you, I thought there's gonna be a bunch of little ones around. Here. I know. We're gonna have a good, real good time. Mr. Swami, we can work with what we got. Mr. Swami is a magician. He can do tricks, fantastic tricks. <laughs> Where did Clem go? Uh, he took out, he had to go somewhere. He'll be right back. Oh, okay. I hope he doesn't miss it. Anyway, I, this is Mr. Swami. I know. We're going to have the Swami hour. He's the host of our, well, not an hour. We're going to subtract some minutes off of that. But Mr. Swami, I heard that you can do some fantastic tricks. Oh, I am very good at the tricks. Yes. Very good? Very good. Okay. Uh, well, uh, what about, there's one, there's one trick that I'm not sure about that you can do. What do you mean you're not sure that I can do it? Can you do the, now without looking, the finger on the nose trick? Are you trying to get me killed? No. I heard you can do it. I just wondered if you could do it. All right, all right, fine, fine. Since some people don't believe the great Swami's Magnificent power, I will show you this one time. Okay. Alright. So you better be watched. Okay. Children, this is very dangerous. Please do not try this at home. <laughs> I'm sorry, someone's breathing heavily. I can't I can't can, can you please be quiet? Just just a little quiet. This is dangerous. Don't open your eyes. I received a letter addressed specifically to me. It said, Dear crazy person, I felt so honored that they knew me so well. It said, Dear crazy person, please allow us to invite you to our padded home. I wrote back, Dear padded room place, I would be more than happy to allow you to invite me to your lovely padded home. Signed, crazy person. They never wrote back. I think it was a hoax. Hello, it's me, crazy person. I had the great idea for an advertisement for Coca-Cola, so I decided I would send them a recording of it. It went something like this. I used to think Pepsi was the best, but then I tried Coke. They didn't like it. I don't know why. And here's this week's old-time radio moment, brought to you by... The Retro Radio Podcast, and Keith Heltley. Campers have their weekends under the pine trees. Swimmers have their weekends under beach umbrellas. Astronomers have their weekends under the stars. But George and Gracie have their weekends under their hats. In other words, Chesterfields give you chest two fools, and here they are, George and Gracie.
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, Gracie, what do you say to everybody? Hello. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, George, I'm having such a wonderful rest in New York. Mm. Nothing to do and all day to do it in. So you're getting a good rest, I Oh, yes. Last night I went to the store club, the El Morocco, the Ananettis, the 21, the Paris, the Paradise, the Silver Slipper, the Cotton Club, and the Casino. Well, those are nice places to rest. Yeah, I think so. And tonight I'm going sightseeing, then taking a movie, walk up and down Broadway, then going to a cafe in Greenwich Village, and then drive out to the beach for a clam bake. Clam bake. That's all, huh? Mm-hmm. I suppose that's not tiring. Oh, no. They have somebody there to open the clams for you. <laughs> But those nightclubs, what would you call going to 20 nightclubs? I'd call a taxi. I'd call you an imbecile. Uh, are they cheaper than taxis? Much cheaper, yes. I say, George. Oh, hello, Ray. Uh, you know, George, I'm still worrying about the type of humor you want from me on this program. I don't want... I don't want any humor from you, Ray. I can tell the jokes on this program, and I can tell good ones, too. All right, then tell me if this is a good one. Mm. I say to you, George, I went duck hunting last week, and I didn't shoot a single duck. And you say, why not? And I say, because I couldn't tell the single ones from the married ones. Ray, Ray, do you believe in signs? Oh, rather. Well, go find a sign that says exit. George, isn't Ray clever? Yes, he's brilliant, yes. You know, if he got a nice coat of tan and then crossed his legs behind his head, he'd look like a pestle. Yes, and if he put on a little weight, he'd look like an old shoelace. Well, aren't we all? Yes. Oh, there's Mr. Douglas. Hello, Mr. Douglas. Hello. Oh, hello, Paul. Hello, George. Uh, Mr. Douglas, don't take this personally, but I must tell you about a dream of mine. We're riding in the moonlight, the car stops, and you take me in your arms and you hug and kiss me. When did you dream that, Gracie? Well, I haven't dreamt it yet. That's my dream for tonight. I see what you mean. You have all your dreams planned before you go to sleep. Oh, sure. Otherwise, I might dream about Clark Gable, and that wouldn't be fair to Mr. Douglas. Well, of course, he could always dream about Carol Lombard. Oh. Telegram for Frank Parker. Well, Mr. Parker won't be here until shortly after he arrives. Oh, well, here, miss. Will you give it to him when he gets in? Here's a 50-cent tip, kid. Don't forget, everybody. Frank Parker owes me a half a dollar. Don't believe him. He only gave me a nickel. Screw, son. Gracie. Gracie, you can't open Frank Parker's telegram. Oh, listen to this. Just read that you're back in New York again, and we're giving you two days to come over and settle up last year's hotel bill. Signed the Richmore Hotel. Give me that telegram. I'd better put it back in the envelope here so that Frank won't know you opened it. Oh, imagine Frank Parker sneaking out of the Richmore. Gracie, why don't you mind your own business? I'm giving him only two days. My daddy got 90 days. <laughs> and I always mind my own business. Yes, well, I've heard it whispered that you don't. Well... Now, that's an idle rumor. Opening Frank's telegram. Uh, a false report. Yeah, common gossip. Yeah. A busybody. A busybody? Mm. What's a busybody? Yeah, a hula dancer. Oh, a hula dancer. Busy body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Frank Parker. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, George. How many girls have been asking for me? Take, <laughs> Take it easy, Frank. No girls have been asking for you. Ah, uh, but they will. Mm. Frank, here's a telegram for you. Oh, thanks, thanks. Say, that's a smart-looking suit you've got on, George. Like it, huh? Yeah, it just goes to show how silly it is to waste a gunny sack by filling it with potatoes. Never mind, <laughs> Just read the telegram. Let's see. Just heard you're back in New York, and we're giving you two days to go back in New York. Ah, those women. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Anything important, 
Frank? No, no, it's just for some dame whom I heard that was in town, and she wants me to go over to the hotel for cocktails. Well, well, well. <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't let it bother you, Frank. Uh, uh, where does she live, Frank? At the Ritmo Hotel? <clears throat> Quiet, uh, Gracie. I know a man who sneaked out of the Ritmo nice Hotel. Nice Ah, uh, but George, well, you'll see the pretty little girl that met me tonight, George. She's coming to lay her, and we're going to all be the Well, yeah. well, sink well, a plate of batter. Her name so... is Betty McDermott. I'll tell yes. you what happened. Yes? She was walking down Fifth Avenue looking very bored, and all, all of a sudden I came along. Well, that, yes, I guess that settled it, Frank. Yeah. I knocked her right off her feet. Mm. Well, what were you doing? Riding a bicycle on the sidewalk? <laughs> Against the red light. George, oh. mm. I'll bet the Ritzmore must be an expensive hotel, especially if you pay your bills. Look, uh, uh, Gracie, some dark night when nobody is looking, something is going to happen to you. You think I ought to take out insurance? Well, it wouldn't be a bad idea because years ago my mother took out accident insurance. Ah, but you were born just the same. Have a good day, and remember, laughter... It's a really good medicine. Be sure to go to bit.ly slash funny community to join our funny community. Comment on episodes and who knows what else. That's bit.ly slash funny community.